everybody. This is Davon Kleist, and we all know that knowledge truly is power. But sometimes you got to say, what the frig is going on? we got to get some information out there. <laughs> That's why I'm back. Oh. Let's see. Um, we're having, I'm having some technical difficulties. i got gremlins in the mix here, and I cannot figure out what the heck is going on. Uh, Julie, if you could give me some feed. I heard nothing when you came back. Uh, and for some reason, she's not hearing any of the, of the music or no, so, noises that I'm sending her. So uh, we'll just fly by the seat of our pants. Anyway, it is the 19th of December. We're coming up on the winter solstice, the shortest day of the month. And then, hallelujah, the days start to get longer. <sighs> well, before I get started, I do want to say that the opinions expressed on this broadcast are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio network. Please, folks, have patience. They are coming around. And uh, I got to tell you, after so many years of, be of uh, radio silence, shall we say, uh, there was a good long period of time I swore I would never get, throw my hat back into the broadcaster's ring. I said, no way, I'm not going to get my hands all dirty in that. There were radio wars going on, and people were just arguing and bickering back and forth. And, and I was saying all along... If folks are in it for the for the money, or if you're in it for the praise and the ego strokes and the accolades, you're in it for the wrong reasons. And I saw so many people, I still see people that, you know, they get seduced by the money or by the power or by the, the, the oohs and ahs and the accolades and all that stuff. I'm not into that stuff, folks. I am not. I mean, heck, there are, there are uh, people on eBay selling my albums, I don't know who they are, and I don't care. The, the music, the, the message is in the music. And uh, I invite you to go to YouTube and just do a search on my name. You know, it'll pop, it'll pop right up. Dave, and then V-O-N, there it is. I'll be right there. And uh, please, share the music. Um, you know, God blessed me with certain abilities. Uh, first and foremost was music. I've always had music in my heart. Even as a young child, I was singing with my mom. She was an, ex uh, an aspiring singer. She was very, very good. And um, I've always, like I said, always had music in my heart and uh, always was a singer. And yes, occasionally I would do character voices for commercials. And, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I got into broadcasting. And uh, one day... Oh, I guess it was about 30 years ago. My dear friend Mike in Connecticut, uh, he gave me a Bible. And I hadn't had one since I was in my early teens. Uh, I'd seen a lot of the hypocrisy in the church, and I didn't want to have anything to do with that stuff. So it sort of turned me away from it. But I sat down, and I started reading this Bible. And I got, I got to the book of Ezekiel. And he warns, when you start reading that, he warns that uh, the people should assign a watcher on the wall. And that person is supposed to warn the people when he sees a sword come upon the land, he is to blow the trumpet. And if he blows the trumpet and the people don't listen, their blood is on their own heads. However, if he sees the danger, the sword coming upon the lawn, uh, the, the land, and he blows not the trumpet, well, the blood is on his head. And I don't want the blood on my head. So that's what sort of inspired me to get involved in broadcast. Well, I've been a broadcaster, but talk radio specifically. And because I was seeing stuff that was just so screwed up, uh, working in radio and television, I saw the subterfuge. I saw the propaganda. I saw the lies. 
And I, and my motto is, if you become aware of a lie and you do nothing to expose that lie, you become part of the lie. And I'm sorry, folks, I got to look at myself in the mirror and know that I'm standing in the light. And when I saw what was going on, I had to throw my hat in the ring. And I did so with everything I had for a good 15 years ish <laughs> with music with documentaries, with talk radio, with news, with articles and editorials. And, uh, and that's just, you know, like I said, you either hide in the darkness or you stand in the light. And I'll tell you, it's a real challenge these days to get through to some people. I, I will say that in the past couple of years, a lot of people are starting to see how badly things have gotten. How did they get so bad? Well, you know, here we are in the holiday seasons. We've got a lot of family gatherings, get-together, a lot of holiday parties and all that. And, you know, it's, it's common knowledge that it, at these gatherings, well, it's sort of an unspoken rule that you don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about any of that stuff. Well, gosh, what makes the world go round? How do we prevent humanity from stagnating? We have to exchange ideas. We have to discuss world affairs. Dare I say, <gasps> politics. Ooh, I hate politics. Ooh, I don't want to talk about it. Well, that's okay. You don't have to. You don't talk about religion or anything like that. But the point is, is if you don't talk about it, we really don't have any right to complain when things go crazy. You know? I mean, you, you go out to a local pub or a bar or something like that, and it's, it's the same rule. Don't talk about religion or politics. Well, let me take you back a couple hundred years, folks. Before we had a free press, before there was any press, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, how did people find out what was going on in the land, in the, in the country, in the kingdom, in the whatever? Well, they would discuss it at the pub. Yeah, they would exchange ideas. And yes, sometimes there'd be arguments and fisticuffs. But that's how people figure stuff out. Anyway, it just seems to be uh, seems to me that that's not the way it is anymore. People avoid discussing important topics. Oh, they'll talk about the football game all day long. They'll talk about the the, the series that they're watching, whether it be uh, you know the Lost or Yellowstone or Game of Thrones or whatever. They'll talk about that stuff all day long. Oh, and they'll talk about what happened to Joey across the street. He got in trouble with his boss because his boss was doing this and that. People will gossip and say, that's all fine. But my gosh, you can't talk about anything like that. You might get yourself educated. You might get yourself informed on a different uh, opinion or an idea. You know, and this is this has permeated our society. I want to run by, I want to run something by you guys. Okay, when it comes to being informed, being educated. Okay, this, it takes a little bit of effort. And uh, there, there's, this, there's this organization called the Department of Education. And the Department of Education is like any other government agency. But before I get into that, I want to ask you a question. Let's say, let's say that you want to hire somebody for a job. You're going to contract them for a year. Uh, let's say they're going to be your landscaper, okay? You've got a nice garden. You've got some, you know, nice flowers and vegetables and trees. And you want to have somebody take care of them for a year. So you work out a contract. And so you hire this person. Now, at the end of the year, 
the contract is up for renewal. And you look at the garden and you say, well, gosh, the veggies did okay. Uh, the lawn did okay, but the flowers didn't do so well. So now you're going to reevaluate. If you like the job that this landscaper did, well, then you renew the contract. If you're happy with his work, you renew the contract. If you're not happy, you can renegotiate the contract or you fire the guy. Right? Makes sense? Okay. How does that apply to the Department of Education? Well, gosh, the Department of Education came into being. The United States was number one in the world in education. Yeah, we are right at the top of the list. How do I know? Well, let's just take a look here. I got over here. Here is the final exam for eighth grade. This is in 1895. This is an eighth grade final exam from Salina, Kansas. And this was taken from the original document on file at the Smoky Valley Genealogical Society and Library in Salina, Kansas. And, uh, and, And again, this is the final exam for eighth grade in 1895 now you listen to this first the first part of this exam is in is grammar you get one hour time okay here are the questions for you to write out the uh, answers to number one give nine rules for the use of capital letters could you do that hmm number two name the parts of speech and define those that have no modifications number three Define verse, stanza, and paragraph. Number four, what are the principal parts of a verb? Give principal parts of do, lie, lay, and run. Number five, define case, illustrate each case. Number six, what what is punctuation? Give the rules for principal marks of punctuation. Can you answer any of these questions? I'm sure some of you can. Let me bump ahead here to arithmetic. Again, this is eighth grade. Eighth grade. Flipping grade, folks. 1895. First question in arithmetic. Name and define the fundamental rules of arithmetic. All right, here's another one. A wagon box is two feet deep, ten feet long, and three feet wide. How many bushels of wheat will it hold? (laughs) Okay. Number three. If a load of wheat weighs 3,942 pounds, what is it worth at 50 cents per bushel, deducting 10, uh, 1,050 pounds for tear. Whoa. <laughs> number four, district number 33 has a valuation of $35,000. What is the necessary levy to carry on a school seven months at $50 per month and have $104 for incidentals? Do you get what I'm saying here, folks? This is 1895, the final exam for eighth grade. How many college grads would be stumped at these questions? So we get back to the Department of Education, this this government agency that is contracted to educate your children. When it came into being, the United States was number one. After a couple of years, it dropped down to number three, and then number five, and then number eight, and then number 12, and then... Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're somewhere around 28th when you list the quality of education in in the developed world. So, if the Department of Education is contracted by the government to do a specific job, if they suck at that job, they should be fired, right? 
But if they're doing the job that the government wants, they'll just keep renewing the contract. So common sense tells me that the Department of Education is doing exactly what the government wants. They are dumbing you down. They're dumbing down the kids in the general, uh, in the public school systems. Now, maybe that would be, you know, rather telling as to how things have gotten so screwed up in this country. Now, you couple that with the fact that the mainstream media has made it their job to lie to you. They've been lying to you for your entire life. They've been propagandizing and gaslighting, etc., etc. And as it was made legal in 2011 under the Obama administration with the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. Why? Because they repealed the Smith-Bunt Act of 1948. Now, that was an act that made it illegal for the media to lie and propagandize the American people. We were supposedly protected by the Smith-Bunt Act. Well, they did it anyway. But it was memorialized and legalized in the NDAA in 2011 under Barack Obama. I'm not going to blame him completely, but he sure as heck didn't help the situation. And now the media is indemnified. They, uh, they hold themselves harmless. They can lie. They can gaslight. They can, just, they can just make stuff up. And they do. They do. They make stuff up and put it out there to get you pissed off. And by the way, for those of you who are offended by that term pissed off, you don't know what the origin of that, word, that phrase is. I'll tell, you to, I'll tell you later. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the body function, I promise. <laughs> But anyway, I, I wanted to share that with you because we all know, we all know that we have a trust problem with the government and the media. It's been going on for a long time. I want to take you back to 1996. In 1996, well, there was, you know, there's this newspaper, I call it a rag. It's called the USA Today. You've all heard it or seen it, I should say. Uh, on the lower left corner of the front page, I don't know if they're still doing it now. I haven't bought a paper from the USA Today uh, in well over a decade, maybe 20 years. But back in 96, they had a poll. They used to call it the USA Snapshot. And in this particular poll, they were asking the questions, whom do you trust? Okay, percentage of adults who trust the following institutions a lot. Okay, who do you trust the most? Well, the fire department's right up there with 78%. And then came the police department with 46%. Public schools, in 1996, only 32% of the population trusted the school system. That's interesting. Local TV news, 24%. That means more than three quarters of people watching the local news don't trust them. Local daily newspapers got 22%. Okay, now it gets interesting. <laughs> Whom do you trust? Your city or local government? Only 14%. And again, this is 1996, campers. The state government, only 9% trusted the, the state government. We're talking over a quarter century ago. And now we come to the last one, the federal government. How many trusted the government back in 1996? Only 
That means 94% of the people didn't trust the federal government in 1996. Do you think it's gotten any better now? (laughs) Yeah, right. I got to tell you, folks, all you got to do is look around you and pay attention. I mean, this past several years has gotten the entire world a real education. I mean, we got, okay, well, let's look at the COVID thing. They, 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 again, you can't even say the word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Vaccination. Am I going to get censored in a free country? This vaccine campaign now is being exposed as a bioweapon. Oh, yeah, well, you know, (laughs) people, okay, all right. And then there was BLM. Tucker Carlson did a real expose on the BLM a couple weeks ago. And you folks who support the BLM, how many black families have been helped by the BLM? Anybody? Any families? Meanwhile, the organizers and, you know, people who put that BLM thing together, I forget what her name is, but I understand that she bought not one, but Four luxury homes in white-gated communities. Boy, that's helping the black folks a lot, isn't it? And the people from BLM, they think they're part of the resistance. And yet, who are their biggest donors? Amazon, Walmart, Pepsi. I mean, you name it. Union Carbide, Major League Baseball, you know, NBA. I mean, all these huge organizations and corporations Funding, funneling millions of dollars into the BLM, and the people in the BLM think they're part of the resistance? No, you're being played. You're being played. Okay, so the COVID thing is falling apart. The BLM thing is falling apart. Oh, and then we get into the election fraud. Oh, of course, you're an election denier. If you don't believe the result in the election, then you're a bad person. Okay, then. Well, all that is starting to come out. I mean, there are narratives. There are so many narratives. I can't even think of them at this point. And they're all falling apart. And, you know, the funny thing is you can ask the man on the street. You can ask them, say, hey, um, do you trust the government? They'll go, no. Do you trust the media? No. Well, uh, where do you get your official information? Uh, from uh, the government and the media. Very good. <laughs> you watch the nightly news and you hear the, the White House press briefing. And if you don't trust them, then why do you come there to their defense every time they throw an agenda at you? What is wrong with people? I don't know. This is one of the reasons why I ended up throwing my hat back into the rings. This is the, we're talking common sense, folks. Maybe it's been made illegal. Is it illegal to think clearly these days? Starting to look like it anyway. <sighs> well, anyway, I got a break coming up here. And when I get back, I want to revisit a couple of historical documents and, uh, and also see if I can't get some of this technical stuff worked out. Anyway, I'm Dave Von Kleist. It is a Tuesday. It is the 19th of December, and we're coming up on 20 minutes past the hour. And uh, if you'd like to join me, you can do so. I invite you to give me a call. Call in at 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. We'll be back in about three minutes. Stay with us.
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar's cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar has tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold, a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the ides of rare coin dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the population out there that have figured out our monitoring capabilities and they're not happy about it, sir. Well, it's too late for them to do anything about it. <laughs> take them a message, would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take, every rule you break, every job you take and every dime you make will be watching you. If you go astray, if you disobey, if you run away, we'll know right away, because we're watching you. Yes, they are watching you. Ain't no bout of doubt. I had no idea when I put that tune together all those years ago. Yes, it's the sound bed from the police 
every step you take. But uh, I got the karaoke disc and I changed the words around. But I had no idea when I recorded that, what was it, 18 years ago, 17 years ago, how much of that was going to be happening. Holy cannoli. It's all, it's all manifesting here. And it takes me back to, like I said, to the, the book of Ezekiel. Uh, I was charged with the responsibility, well, not necessarily responsibility, but I got to have a clear conscience. That's why I started blowing the trumpet. And it wasn't until a couple of months ago that I, I reread Ezekiel. And what really hit me were the last two verses. I'm not going to read them. You can go and get your own Bible and look it up. Ezekiel 33, lines 32 and 33. And that's when it hit me upside the head. And I said, okay. And so Michael contacted me through the network here and says, hey, come on on the radio. And I said, all right, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right, let's, uh, I tell you, I got another thing here I was going to share with you, but I'll wait till the bottom of the hour. So let's take to the phones. The number here is 512-248-8252. Go to Dan in Virginia. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm glad that you're back on the air. And uh, I remember how it was on the power hour when you were still there after you left. It went down the shithole. Okay, so, watch your mouth. Glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're back. Well, it feels a little strange to be back, to be honest with you. Um, you know, like I said, it's been a long, long time that uh, since you know since I did this. So um, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm just getting getting my radio legs once again. <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, uh, you got you got anything else for me? Uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, we, uh, I think, a lot of us there uh, that used to listen to the Power Hour held you in esteem. You were uh, an honest uh, voice on shortwave, and well, I'm just glad you're back. So, well, thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate the flowers. And it's, it feels, like I said, it feels nice to be back, and it's especially nice to be able to hear from folks that remember all those years ago. You yeah. know, and that's, this is one of the reasons, you know, unfortunately, when Joyce and I, you know, sort of split up, it's because we had a difference in our philosophy. And, uh, and like I said, when it, the Power Hour became so successful, we had no idea it was going to take off like that. Um, I mean, my gosh, we were just making a lot of money. Which is fine because we were working hard for it. Well, you know, but I wasn't in it for the money. That was the thing. And that's one of the problems I had is because the the power hour started to turn into an infomercial. I mean, two or three days a week, the whole three hour show was hawking stuff. And like, that's that's not why I got into it. You know, it wasn't about that. I mean, sure, everybody likes to make money. It was nice being able to, you know, have a nice car and have the bills paid, you know. And if I, if I wanted to pick, if I wanted this guitar, I could go out and buy it if I wanted it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, about, it's not about the stuff that you got, you know. It's, you know, that old saying, you know, he who dies with the most stuff wins. No, 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 no. He who dies with the most stuff missed the point. You know, you're not, you, you get what yeah. you give, you know, it's, it's all about karma, you know, yeah. it really is. Hey, so I'm going to let you go now. Thank you for uh, getting back on the air. 
No, well, thank you for saying so, Dan. It's good to have your listenership. Spread the word. We're going to have some common sense. Oh, can I say that common sense? Yes. Yes, I will scream it from the rooftops. Vaccine. I'll scream. <laughs> Jabs. <laughs> Certain words you can't say anymore. The heck with it. All right, All Dan. Right. Thank, thank you for the call, and I'm glad to have you as a listener out there. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. 512-248-8252. All right. We've got a break coming up. I'm not going to take a call right now, but you can call in, and I'll pick up your call on the other side of the break. But I wanted to. T- I was talking about all these narratives that are falling apart, the BLM narrative falling apart, the COVID-19 BS falling apart, um, the election fraud or election denial, that whole thing is falling apart. There's so many things that are falling apart, and you have to ask the question, how do they get away with this crap? How can they do this to us and not be uh, held accountable? Well, I'll tell you what. Let me see. Do I have enough time to do this right now? Uh, 28 minutes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll do it this way. We got a break coming up. So those of you who are listening on a computer, you could do a little search. I want you to look up Title 50, Section 1520. U.S. Code, Title 50, Section 1520. All right, pull that up on the computer, and when we get back from the commercial break, we'll follow along with the bouncing ball and see what it says here and how it could apply as to whether or not they can experiment on you. Be right back. Stay with us. you break, every job you take and every dime you make, we'll be watching you. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. 
With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. us down yeah we won't back down no we're not gonna back down i've had it up to my eyeballs with their rhetoric and their hyperbole and their agendas and their narratives i've had it had it up to here and now before we get to the phones and by the way if you want to join the conversation i invite you to do so area code 512-248-8252 mike i see you sitting there hanging there i gotta i gotta share this so all right Now, we're all finding out that this whole CV-19 pandemic is exactly that. It's exploding all over the world. New Zealand has awoken. They're ready to break out the pitchforks and torches and storm the castle. And, well, they should. Same with you Aussies down there. You should be doing the same doggone thing. And if America could get its head pulled out of their butt, Maybe they would do the same thing and realize what it means if this is supposed to be of the people, by the people, and for the people. The government's not doing their job, so it's up to us to do it. So how do they get away with this? How do they use us as experimental guinea pigs and get away with it? Well, because it's encoded in the law. Title 50, Chapter 32, Section 1520, titled Restrictions on Use of Human Subjects, for testing of chemical or biological agents. Let me share what it says, and then put your thinking cap on. Okay, A, prohibited activities. The Secretary of Defense may not conduct directly or by contract, one, any test or experiment involving the use of a chemical agent or biological agent on a civilian population, or, two, any other testing of chemical agent or biological agents on human subjects. Well, that sounds great. That protects us. It's prohibited for them to do that. Well, guess what the Section B says? Exceptions. Okay, there are exceptions to the rule. Let's, 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 let's find out what these exceptions are. Subject to subsection C, D, and E, the prohibition in subsection A does not apply to a test or experimental or experiment 
carried out for any of the following purposes. One, any peaceful purpose that is related to a medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agricultural, industrial, or research activity. Two, any purpose that is directly related or uh, directly related to protection against toxic chemicals or biological weapons and agents. Or three, any law enforcement purpose, including any purpose related to riot riot control. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, it is prohibited for them to use human beings as test subjects for chemical or biological agents, except... When the sun comes up. My gosh, you got to read this, folks. Title 50, Chapter 32, Section 1520. That's how they get away with this. It's illegal to do it, except when the sun comes up. And that includes on a cloudy day. Oh, my God. Let's go to the phones. 512-248. 8252, say hi to Mike in Kentucky. Thanks for holding on there, Mike. I had to get that piece of information out there. (sighs) Well, on a related note, uh, in the provisions, and I can't remember exactly what title it is, for emergency use authorization of the generic products, there's a subparagraph 6A that's worth a look. And it explains why there could be no alternative to the vaccines allowed because by law by that particular section mm-hmm. any al- any alternative that was available before receiving an emergency use authorization product the recipient would have to be informed of the alternative so they they made sure that anything previous that was effective with coronavirus was de you know uh what would you call it? Belittled, debunked, whatever. Even mm-hmm. though they knew they had, even Fauci had made statements about things like um, hydroxychloroquine, and the United Nations noticed that, um, and even the French noticed that anywhere uh, ivermectin was used for scabies, G. Willikers, the infection rate on COVID just plummeted along with the death rate. So yeah, all it had seemed, to be covered, all it had to be covered up in order to enforce the vaccine. Yeah, and another thing that ivermectin is effective against is cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my Dude, word! I, I looked up. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I looked up Ezekiel, and I'm trying to figure out. I thought maybe something in that you were drawn to because you're a musician. Well, yeah, um, but it was, it, Ezekiel. Was it 30- Ezekiel chapter thirty-three. Yeah. It was the first. It was the first uh, page of that that really kicked me in the butt and inspired me to start screaming from the rooftops. But oh, yeah, like I, I said, I, and that was thirty years ago. However, the, a couple months ago, I went back and I read the entire chapter. And when yeah. I got to the last two lines, that's when my jaw dropped. I had no idea because thirty years ago, the last two lines didn't mean anything to me. I hadn't done anything yet. All right. So now right. you go ahead. You go ahead and take a look say, at those. You're not accepted in your. You're not accepted in your hometown or in your family or in your household. That sort of thing is. It, it, it always has to be considered. I couldn't tell you how many. Reading times the same chapter. Are we reading the same chapter? Thirty-three, the last line. 
the, the, the verse, 3333. Anyway, yeah, well, you know, I got, the, what I'm out of it is that you're not going to be accepted in, your, in, in amongst your normal crowd. I don't know which Bible you're reading. I'm reading Ezekiel chapter 33, and it's line 32 and 33. The last two lines of that chapter. The last two verses. Right. Okay. At the very end, it says, they shall know that a prophet had been among them. That's what I'm talking about. Right. So... I had no idea. Going by the New Testament, though, going by what happens in the New Testament is that the prophet... Yeshua is not accepted amongst his own. And he points it out and quotes the Bible verse that that references. You will not be accepted in your own household. Oh, okay. Your, I didn't realize yes, that you were... You even were t- in your hometown. What, what was his hometown, though? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't realize that you were you were grabbing a whole different chapter in a different testament. I was no, in the Old Testament. No, so. did, you, did, you not have, did you not have trouble because the stuff you were speaking about people did not want to accept? Oh, heck yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well, absolutely. You try to you try to bring this stuff out, people will not act on it, and that's what Ezekiel's yep. talking about there. They yep. hear what they heard your words, but they wouldn't act on them. So now, what are we? With twenty some years later, we're still talking about the same stuff. Only it's gotten way worse. For me, yep. a fire was lit under my butt in nineteen ninety seven when I heard hot microphones on cordless phones inside daycare centers, and I'm like, the gears are turning. Because they were locking up our fax machine, and I'm going, this is total information awareness on steroids, because they can listen in when you think you've got privacy. You think you've got privacy, and you don't. You know, you think Mm -hmm. you hung up the phone, and you walk away cussing out your boss. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody's hearing that. It can be used. This started, however, as I talked about it locally... It started in the mid-60s academically. You could speak into a computer and have voice-to-text. Yep. So they could, they could use speed readers to go through stuff and find content for further investigation if they know where the conversation was going and coming yep. to and from in the billing. And the Israelis got a hold of that, and they've been doing it since the mid-'90s because they got the software mm-hmm. given to them to do this by the NSA, who then bought it back. In an unregistered foreign aid situation, they bought that back under the brand names Naris and Variant, and those are installed at all the fiber optic nodes around this world. There's four and a half billion targets that are constantly being collected, sorted, collated for what's called X key score and IC reach. And so the, the, the demonization of China and their social credit score is kind of a joke. Yeah, we already uh, sort of got that going on here, and we will right. be. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll be in the future. Uh, I will be bringing on as a guest a guy named Aman Jabi, and if you haven't uh, heard of him, you might want to do a little YouTube search on Aman Jabi and bring yourself up to speed. This guy worked in uh, Silicon Valley for 28 years, and if you've got a camera on your phone or on your computer, okay. uh, he developed it. So I'll be bringing him on the in the Matrix. future. They build a 3D yep. modeling, a matrix of every, all of your common surroundings. But there's a Mike Gaddy on here and another guy that operates under an alias that you might have a powwow with on this stuff. Mm, okay, um, well, that's a, for like, a future a future show. Sure, not something do that now. you guys could have powwow on and maybe both, you know, yeah. do a yeah. much more uh, in-depth show. Uh, in, okay, really well, listen, Mike, I'm, I'm, 
I don't mean okay, to cut you off, but I, all of a sudden all I got right. backed up here with some calls. Sure. I want to be fair to everybody. Yeah, sure, man. Talk to you later. All right. You be well. Thank you much for the call. Let's go to uh, North Carolina. Say hello. Hello to Renee. Hey, Renee. Well, you were asking how the system worked. And I think Mark Passio um, defined it so well when he said, order followers hold a system of slavery in place. And they're everywhere. Once you understand that we still operate, we're still slaves, it's just covert. They don't use chains and whips, but they use our need for money to pay for food and shelter. And... Mm-hmm. Um, in all of our institutes, government, of course, is the worst, okay? The military, the police, the bureaucrats. But once you understand that all these people working in all of our institutions, you were naming all of our corrupt institutions and how people, you know, don't believe them anymore. The thing is, these people that work in these institutions need their three pieces of silver to pay for their food and rent. So, That's right. Listen, these order followers, they're at the bank. They're at the insurance company. They're in medicine, psychology, law. And these people are the house slaves and overseers in this plantation model. And you see, um, remember like what George Carlin said, uh, how they need the poor to scare the hell out of the rest of us. Right. The thing is, these people take money to kind of have their more superior house or overseer job in order to help rule over the field slaves, uh, the rest of us citizens. And so that's how that's how this system works, just like how our country no longer goes and plants a flag to steal a country. You know, the, it's not like in the old days when the, uh, the colonial empires would go plant a flag and take over. That's too obvious, okay? They've gotten much more covert in how they do things. Instead, they just go um, offer the ruler of that country that deal he cannot refuse. Take the silver, you get the lead. So the thing is, it's this, it's just they've just gotten more skillful and covert how they're still operating the same games. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's sort of like offering somebody, someone a glass of radiator fluid, and it smells so nice, and it's got a pretty green color, and it actually kind of tastes good. Oh, okay, yeah, well, go ahead. Great. You know, go ahead, chug this down. It'll make you feel good. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, thank yeah, you, as me. always, Renee. Uh, you bring interesting information to the table, and that's what I like about the listeners. Um, okay, let's go to uh, Wisconsin. Say hi to Murr. Hello, Murr. Oh, hi, Dave. Uh, Hello. I just want to remind people that, uh, you know, there's no connection there for you or a page on uh, Republic. So we have whatisgoingon.chatango.com, but the is has two S's. The the original is always taken, you know, you got to doctor up the title. So whatisisgoingon.chatango.com. And we can, you know, cross paths in there, leave links and leave questions so if somebody gets on air they can ask or whatever but what i wanted huh. to remind you of uh, and i want you to read those two verses you're being a little humble here about the prophetic bit okay <laughs> so i want you to read those two verses when you know i'll get off here pretty quick but the smith Munt act 2012 that yeah obama was charged you know he was uh, uh the one that was made to update that right of course through congress and everything but we know the bankers run everything so mm-hmm. But the whole deal was the LIBOR scandal, the London Interbank Offered Rate. Right. 
Uh-huh. They changed the name. The first two false flags, staged events, whatever you want to call them, the first one was on July 20th of 2012, and that was Robert Holmes and his supposed son, James Holmes, which was probably a love child or something, because his birth mother, James' birth mother, appeared in court both times pleading with the judge that she had given him up at birth for adoption, and the FBI took him. Okay? Okay. Everything is nasty, all right? So anyway, Robert Holmes and then Peter Lanza at the Sandy Hoax thing, which that is, sorry, folks, I don't care what you like or not like, Adam never existed, okay? Ryan, the son, was working with the father, Peter, at GE Capital, right? And these two men, Peter Lanza and Robert Holmes, were to testify before the Senate about the LIBOR scandal, okay? Mm -hmm. That all went away, but the scandal didn't, you know? Yeah, That's right. Going on, this is going on hand over fist continually. They just gave it another name fairly recently. They well, I have, to say, I, I have to take issue with the word hoax. A hoax is something that didn't happen, okay? Now, there's oh, no doubt that point. something, happen, uh, something oh, happened yes, at no Sandy Hooks. What it okay. was, it was a false flag. That's a big difference in a hoax. And I think that's what well, got that's Alex right. into trouble because he well, called it a hoax. No, it's not a hoax. It really did happen. But what it was is a false flag. Changing the terminology to staged event for as long as that lasts, all right? Because people have problems with false flag, too. Okay. Well, that's that fine, was. but it, you, you got to call it, it what it is. Real. You know, it wasn't I mean, real uh, as, like as, I said, a, a hoax is a fabrication. A hoax is something that didn't happen. All right, and well, I, like happen, I said, there's definitely something that happened. Reported. Jim Fetzer's book, <laughs> Nobody Died at Sandy Hook, which I have a copy of, so don't Ursula Haverbeck me. You know, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah, Remember yeah. when she was reading about the truth about the uh, work camps? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this is how it is. And they just keep doing it because they're not about to say, oh, you got us. Yep. Yeah, you know, we're running the usury and the sodomy. And yep, and we're going to. Guess what? This empire's coming down, and there's no reason oh, to feel defeated about it. I think it's a good thing, and we should all rejoice, you know. But the same parasites have been grooming China for centuries. They've been there for a long yep. time. Hey, listen, I'm going to be saying a goodbye because I'm re- reaching the final segment oh, here. Dear. The commercial break is coming up. Now, I'm going to say goodbye now because when we come back from the commercial break I want to share one of my original songs with you and that's one of the reasons why it drew my attention to Ezekiel 33:33. Anyway, you folks have a wonderful d- couple of days. I'll be back on Thursday. This is Dave Von Kleist saying thank you for listening. Would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take. Every rule you break. Every job you take and every dime you make will be watching you. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. 
Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. People who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. At what cost the battle, what prize has been won When dark clouds surrender, when the storm is undone Will you stand there shining in the light of the sun? Are your motives worthy? Are your motives true? Are you doing things you would have done to you? Are you really proud of the things that you do? Will you stand there beaming when your life's finally through? dawn is just breaking at the end of the night will you still have freedom will you still have rights were you proudly hailing through the perilous fight did you hide in darkness or try to shed light 
curtain is closing and your life passes by will you pleasantly smile or will you break down and cry will you honestly say you gave life your best try if there's a reason for living did you ever ask why when the dawn is just breaking at the end of the night will you still have freedom will you still have rights were you proudly hailing through the perilous fight did you hide in darkness or try to shed light as you passed through life did you seek to grow did you hold on tightly or did you let it all go did you look for truth or did you not want to know in the final assessment you will reap what you sow in the final assessment you will reap what you sow in the final assessment you will reap what Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit 
blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.